Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Scott to the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. It's our buddy Brendan Gulick to talk about the Guardians. Hello, Brendan. How are you? Uh, I'm great, but it sounds like you've called me at the right time if we're talking burritos, too. That's right up my alley. <laughs> I, said, I mean, boy, you put that on a tee for me. Holy smokes. I said leading in. I'm like, I, tape, I'm in. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm like, I'm pretty sure uh, Brennan and I have discussed burritos at some point. But you you are like me that way where we're just burrito guys. There's no other way around Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Edible tape. 100% needs to be a thing that happened like five years ago. Why are we just now to, like towards an area where edible tape is existing? I mean, I'm also not all that adventurous, so I might wait a while to see how other people react <laughs> to that edible tape. But, uh, you know, as long as there's no proven health hazards, I'm, if you put it on a burrito, I'm, I'm generally willing to give it a shot. I like that you need test dummies for the, the burrito tape. <laughs> it's not like, uh, oh, let me step off the deep end here and, uh, and go to the ledge right. and, and uh, really go for it. Uh, Brendan, uh, before we get to the, the Guardians, I went golfing with Andy Roth yesterday. I know oh you've been golfing with Andy Roth before. He's a he's pretty good player. It's pretty good. We went to Big Matt. Pretty good player. Yeah, it's, uh, it's always nice when your boss can hold his own. Well, he had his uh, he had his new clubs and everything like that, and then I got yelled at afterwards because my mom told me she. I was talking in the, the car with her, and you know, because I call my mom like a good son does, and it's you know, it's a nice Saturday, and and she's like, so did you sure. did you lose to him? And I was like, was I supposed to? <laughs> And she's like, yes, you were supposed to. You were supposed to 100% lose to the boss. That's like, she's like, in 1955, if this was Mad Men era and you were with Don Draper, he would have had you fired the next day. Well, I, uh, I would argue that a boss is, uh, is certainly cognizant of knowing uh, who his good golfers are on his staff. And so it's probably more worth your while to... To, to not just beat him, but to beat him soundly. So, um, <laughs> you know, I hope that was a one-sided affair. <laughs> it was not. It was not a one-sided affair. I uh, definitely held his own without question. The uh, the the funny thing to me is that he like the entire time you could tell. By the way, great golf etiquette from Andy Roth. Fantastic golf oh, sure. etiquette. Oh, he's really good that way. I he, he pumps you up as if you, you're Tiger Woods in the Masters in '97. Like this, it was fantastic. <laughs> but. Uh, the entire time I kept seeing his, his brain, it was the, the wheels were spinning because he was getting these ideas about a 92-3 the fan employee golf outing. So if that happens, I'm going to need you to have a sick day that day because I don't want you winning too soundly, okay? <laughs> I'm like, uh, I, well, there's a couple. At the of, moment, I haven't played in two months, so I'm going to play two times this week. But I have not had a chance to play since I was down in Pinehurst in uh, in March. So, I, ho- I hope you know um, when you're not around, I talk you up like you are Tiger in 2000, 2001. Like I, <laughs> that's and, and a little overstated. Part of me, part of me 
would want you to wipe the floor with the Anthony Limas of the world in this station, okay? Part of me would really relish in that because I don't want – and I like Lima. Lima's winning too much at life already. I don't need him hoisting up another golf trophy, okay? I don't need that. And I need you to wipe the floor with a Chris Fedor, someone like that, who uh, the other day told me I wasn't good enough to play Pro V1s, which – that one stung a little bit, if I'm just <laughs> that, going to be truthful to me, about that it. That absolutely sounds like something Fedor would say. It's because he said it. 100% I believe it's he would it, say It's because he said it. <laughs> Looked at me like I had uh, seven heads. He's like, you play Pro V1s? No, you're not good enough to play Pro V1s. And I'm like, bleep you, man. Play whatever golf ball oh, I want. Uh, so I want you to wipe awesome. the floor with both of those guys. But I also, in the same vein, I don't want, uh, you know, I want to have a puncher's chance at this whole thing. And if you play, I don't have that, man. <laughs> Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully that gets organized. I'd yeah, love to do it. I feel bad, man. Two months is a very long time for you not to have played. Uh, uh, but you're getting a lot of golf in at some point this week, so I'm excited for you on that. Brendan Gulick, of course, uh, joining us here on 92 through the fan, North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. You can catch them all over at Sports Illustrated and all the work that you've been doing. Shane Bieber last night. Uh, I'm not buying that this is some sort of turning of the page for Bieber. I want him to get back to classic Bieber form. But the RPMs aren't there. The spin rate isn't there. And I don't know what to make of what I'm currently watching. That fifth inning jam that he got out of was very important and was old Bieber-esque. But old Bieber never would have gotten the jam to begin with, Brendan. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, look, I mean, there's there's enough of a sample size here to be a little concerned with him. Um, you know, I wrote about this not long ago. The, the advanced analytics obviously – indicate that Shane doesn't quite have it this year the way that he has proven uh, he can have it. But I, I give him all the credit in the world for continuing to fight because, man, it is so hard to have your best stuff all the time. And, you know, the, the best players, I don't care what sport you're talking about, but certainly when you're pitching, man, you got to figure out a way to compete when you don't have it that day. Maybe you're you know, you, you've got one pitch, it just doesn't feel right in warm-up, or it's not coming out of your hand well, or, you know, you've, you, you've got different elements you're trying to overcome, whatever it is. It's, it's just hard to have your A game every single time you go out. Um, and so I give him credit for, you know, figuring out ways to be effective. He's really only had one start that was, you know, okay, wow, this is a problem. Um, and, and, you know... Is it ever going to come to a head? I don't know. Um, I think it's probably a little bit frustrating for him knowing that there are some guys in the system that people are really high on. Gavin Williams has been unbelievable in the minors this year. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, there are <laughs> there are Logan Allen and Double-A, you know, other Logan Allen, uh, <laughs> the one that we didn't release, uh, has been really, really good. Uh, those are just a couple. Obviously, Daniel Espino is is a, a terrific prospect. So I'm sure Shane probably feels a little bit of pressure to continue to perform at a high level. Um, I, I'm with you. It's frustrating that his spin rates are down, his velocity is down. I don't know if you can absolutely for sure point to the surgery as the reason for that. But, you know, he's got to figure out a way to work with what he's got. And right now it doesn't seem like he's he's got a full chest. Uh, we don't talk enough about how there's another Logan Allen and he's just hanging out there. But uh, I want to ask you with Bieber, I, I feel bad for Bieber, uh, Bieber, Brendan, because he, you know, two-time All-Star, Cy Young Award winner, triple crown for the pitching. Uh, like He's been everything. And now is the time where he's supposed to cash in on being everything and being as accomplished as he is. And it feels like his career 
going down the path that I feel like it's going. And I know you say you're uncertain on it, but I, you know how I get into the advanced numbers of everything, and I look at all these different numbers, and I, I've been waiting for a blow-up game for a while. It felt like it was a ticking time bomb, and then it went off, and, and I'm just I'm a little worried about his future. Uh, but more importantly, I'm worried that he's not going to be able to cash in the way that he would have liked. Is there a scenario, though, that uh, because of the drop in RPM and spin rate and velocity and everything attached to this, that maybe this do- actually does help out the Guardians long term? Maybe you don't have 100% Shane Bieber, but you got 80% Shane Bieber at a massively discounted price. That's the thing. I mean, if he can still be effective and get outs, um, and you know, maybe he isn't going forward the number one top of the line guy is look if if an injury ends up uh harming his career and again like this is speculation man but that's that's what we're doing here um you know i i feel like he is an extremely hard-working dude who has a ton of respect in the clubhouse he goes about his business the right way and to your point you know if the guardians don't have to throw an insane amount of money at him which would be difficult for them to do anyways, if they could keep him and he's effective at a more affordable price, that might end up working out in their favor because they've got some of these other younger arms that are not going to be, you know, looking at big dollars for a long time. And whenever Espino and, and Allen and some of these other guys eventually come up to the big league team, it's going to be a while before they're going to make serious major league money. So yeah, it, it might actually end up working out in the guardians favor. Um, I just, I wish, chain the best i hope he gets healthy and i hope he gets back to his peak form because when he has been that guy without question he's one of the top couple pitchers in baseball you can get at brendan on cleveland baseball insider of course part of sports illustrated uh joining us here on 92.3 the fan uh brendan might actually be coaching third base today uh for the the guardians it might, <laughs> might happen that way hey i'd be rude wouldn't that be wild if all of a sudden it's like well who's that at third base oh brendan gulick is over there just coaching third base they brought him up they coaching third base uh but owen miller let's talk about him for a second because he has been one of the surprises of the season and i loved it i love i love this story for owen miller i love when you get guys and and you think you have the the offensive profile set on them and then something happens in the offseason and it completely just flips the script. What do you think in your estimation? Is this sustainable with Owen Miller? Why has he been so good? Yeah, I do think it's sustainable. I don't know if, if it was even, you know, remotely possible that he would sustain what he did at the start of the season where, you know, in April at, at you know, one point, I mean, he was hitting ridiculous numbers that just don't seem sustainable. Uh, but yeah, I, I think he is capable of being a 300 hitter and, you know, look, I, I feel like we have to learn to look at this Guardians offense through a lens that we're, you know, maybe not quite used to. Everybody wants that big power bat, that guy that can hit 40 home runs. And the Guardians are proving this year that this is a team that is very competitive when they're 100% healthy because they do what a lot of other teams haven't put much emphasis on. They don't swing and miss. They make contact. They hit the ball the other way far better than any other team in Major League Baseball. They run the bases well. They don't often run themselves into outs, but occasionally they have this year. I mean, they just seem to be playing playing the game the right way. And Owen Miller is a guy that gives them a lot of versatility. He also has a pretty low swing and miss rate. He's, you know, showing a propensity to drive the ball into the gaps and have some power. You know, he's not your prototypical cleanup guy, but He's also taken some pressure off of Franmil Reyes, who's obviously gone through a little bit of a slump. And because Miller is proving to be a guy that can put the ball in play, he's protecting Jose Ramirez in a way that Reyes wasn't. 
Uh, and I think that's maybe helped him a little bit. Uh, and, 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 you know, when Naylor's been healthy, Naylor's been hitting behind him, same deal, right? So mm-hmm. I, I just kind of like, I like the aggregation of this offense and how these pieces seem to be fitting together as a whole. You know, maybe this COVID thing in, in this week road trip here, hopefully it's, it's not going to be a long-term problem for the team. Um, but I, I like the way these pieces are fit together right now. I, I really do. Yeah, it's a lot of good points on your end, and it kind of jogs something I've been thinking about. And I know a lot of Indi- a lot of Guardians people, you, everyone's talking about how the offense is way different than the pitching staff, and the pitching staff has uh, been uh, the disappointment, but the offense has kind of made up for it. But in that pitching staff, Brendan, we have – Couple question marks like Aaron Savale. Like, what do you do with Savale? Is it time to send him down? And I told you, I look at some of the advanced stuff. Some of the advanced stuff tells me he should not be having anywhere close to as bad of a year that he's having. But at some point, you got to say the proof's in the pudding, and you, you can't argue with the lack of production that he's put out there. I agree. Savale's been frustrating this year to watch. I am a hundred percent sure in telling you that nobody's more frustrated than he is, um, because he's another guy that just. You want to talk about somebody who's not a distraction. Savali is just, you know, grab your lunch pail and show up to work kind of guy and figure out a way to, to get it done. Um, and, you know, we've certainly seen flashes of him in his career here in Cleveland be a really good pitcher, and it just isn't clicking right now. Um, I, I don't know if I would necessarily consider sending him to AAA, but I love what I'm seeing from Eli Morgan, and I would certainly consider giving Morgan some some opportunities to start and maybe putting Savali in some long relief spots. Um, but, you know, I am I certainly don't know those guys the way Carl Willis and Brian Sweeney, the bullpen coach, and, you know, that group does. They, they've got a better feel for all that. Um, but without question, I mean, it's it's been frustrating to watch Savali this year. You're right, his advanced data, unlike Bieber, who seems to be succeeding in spite of some of the bad numbers, mm-hmm. Savali's numbers – make you think that he should be pitching better than he is. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Baseball's a funny game. <laughs> Things just don't make a whole lot of sense. But uh, yeah. I, I guess I answer that question in saying I would like to see more of Eli Morgan because I think he's really earned it. Oh, that's a good answer. And I so like mid-May is when you start to tell some of uh, the signs of the season, right? Like you know, first first thirty days, and you can start to really get into some of the nuts and bolts of what you've seen and what you haven't seen. Out of anything we've discussed, uh, push that to the side. What, what has been something that has stood out to you though uh, that you feel like maybe was a little bit of surprise that you didn't see coming in the beginning portion of the year for this team? Um, you know, somebody asked me recently if I was more surprised that the offense is is playing as well as it is or that the pitching staff has not been quite as good as they have been. And in some regard, I think, you know, you could certainly point to both of them. But I guess to to answer your question in maybe a more unique way, I just think it's been fun to watch the fire in this group. To see Miles Straw and and Oscar Mercado react the way they did in New York when, (laughs) you know, Yankees fans acted like idiots. Um, To see Josh Naylor have this rampage in the dugout this adrenaline-fueled, you know... Oh, yeah, that was the game of the year. In, incredible, um, you know, moment celebrating with his teammates. I mean, as, as a fan of the team, doesn't that make you want to go out and support those guys? And, you know, again, like, I'm, I'm not here trying to, like, bad talk the Reds, but think about it from the other perspective where the ownership down in Cincinnati is telling you, hey, what are you going to do? Come out and support these guys anyways. And, and they stink, and fans have, you know, been brutal. Uh, you know, for, for the Reds this year. On the flip side, you got a group in, in Cleveland that, you know, we said it coming into the year, man, they're the youngest team in baseball. They're the fifth youngest team in the last 30 years. 
and there's a lot of questions that need to be answered. And right now, they've been pretty entertaining. They're absolutely keeping our attention. They've played hard in the eighth and ninth innings of games where they don't look like they're going to win. They've come back to win a couple of those. Um, I've just, I've really enjoyed the competitive spirit that this group's put on. That's been a lot of fun to watch. Brandon, appreciate you, man. Uh, always appreciate you hopping on. Everyone go check him out uh, on Sports Illustrated. And, uh, I mean, uh, we'll talk soon for sure. Hopefully get a round in shortly as well. Thanks, man. <laughs> Would love to. ClevelandBaseballInsider.com has got everything you need for uh, covering the team this year. Awesome. Thank you, Brandon. Thanks, JP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.